0: what's going on everybody this is your boy lionel clark the lead minister here at brothers in arms Men's ministry i want to thank you for joining us today i hope this message today impacts you inspires you and certainly empowers you to be the man that god has called you to be enjoy the message and continue to listen in as we continue to raise up brothers in arms Yo, what's going on, everybody? I thank you so much for joining me tonight uh, on this third part of the Faith series. This is part three of Faith. Uh, We had... Some Brothers in Arms BIA members uh, share some words of encouragement about faith. Um, The first one was Pastor Brent Ireland of Sozo Church in Lexington, Kentucky, and he shared about faith and how we can use faith as a weapon uh, against the enemy. And so I appreciate what he had shared there. Uh, then we also had uh, Norris Rice, Pastor Norris Rice of Greater New Hope Christian Center here in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, who is a board member of the Brothers in Arms uh, ministry. And he as well shared awesome word uh, about how we can utilize faith, how we can utilize faith in even in these dark times or times of of, uh, insecurity. And so I appreciate the words that they have given. Uh, And during this time, uh, God has been dealing with me um, on this subject and how we should utilize our faith in this time. And so this third part of the series, um, I was just uh, reading and hearing a lot of different things and hearing people saying getting back to normal. Well, God actually shared with me uh, that he wanted to scratch out back and normal and say getting to greater. And so in my in my uh, in my notes here, I share with you right there. it, it Like I was writing that down and God had me uh, scratch out back and normal and saying getting to greater. And so, you know, during this COVID-19 pandemic, I have heard teachers, politicians, pastors, great prophets, evangelists, all of them saying and praying that we get things back to normal. And uh, I even found myself saying these words, uh, but God revealed this to me while studying and praying. And he said, I have never called my people to return to normal. I have always taken them from their normal to greater. And so that is what God has wanted me to share on tonight. And, uh, and you know, when I heard this, the first place that God took me to was the story of Moses. Uh, and that was in his Exodus uh, chapter two. Uh, you know, there's so many things going on right now that... Uh, is, is making fee- people feel uneasy because we are out of our norm. We're not going to work like we used to. Some of us are not going to work like we used to. A lot of us aren't going to church like what we're used to. Uh, we're not being able to socialize like we're used to. Uh, we're not being able to see people smile at the grocery stores because of the masks. And it's hiding the facial expressions that we are used to seeing. We're not being able to talk to people like we're used to. And so these are all things that we are, that our normal. Our norm has been broken up and we have been isolated and, and bruised. And there's a lot of things that you can say about that. That is the, the weapon of the enemy that's trying to isolate us and, and all those things. Uh, you can see it from the other perspective that God is trying to get us to Get off of our busyness, our normal busyness, normal busy life to do uh, to focus on what God has for us. And so there's a lot of different things. And so this, like I said, take me back to Moses Exodus 2. And you just think about this. Moses himself. Moses himself think about what his norm was you remember he was an orphan child uh that was found in the river uh by an Egyptian princess so he was royalty he was Egyptian royalty and Moses had it all you think when he went from baby to adulthood he had it all he had servants under him he you 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 we know this because he was not out uh, working with the other Hebrews, but he was he was watching them work, and so he was uh, was in the palace. He lived in the palace, and so you just think of what his norm was. He had anything he wanted. He ate, he slept, he woke up when he wanted to, unlike his Hebrew brothers and sisters. And so he didn't want anything, and he did not have to ask for anything. But however. Moses knew who his people were. He knew he was not an Egyptian. He knew that he was Hebrew. And I believe he knew this because his birth mother was his actual caretaker. Even though she uh, uh, put him in the, in, in the river, uh, uh, his sister uh, caused his mother to uh, be his, uh, his uh, caretaker. And so I believe she was letting him know what the truth was uh, in the the secret places. And so he never forgot where he came from. Uh, But his norm was that I am in the palace. I am uh, part of a uh, 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 a, a strong family And so uh, uh, so He never forgot where he was Never where he came from uh, But it says in Exodus uh, 2 and 11 That one day Moses went out to his people And looked over And saw their burdens And saw that an Egyptian Was whooping And beating a Hebrew uh, For not working hard And this caused Moses to kill him. He did not like it so much that he killed him. And so when Moses did that, he had to flee. He had to flee from his norm. He had to flee from his normal way of life to go into a wilderness and embark on a journey that God was going to lead him to be greater. And so Moses then found greater when he uh, uh, found his Wife, amen. And so he found his wife, uh, uh, Zipporah, and uh, he found her and ended up having a child with her. And after starting a family, be after leaving his norm and finding greater where he had more of a reason to live with his wife and and kid, that he uh, uh began to start a family and start a new norm. And so he was there taking care of of his father-in-law's animals and doing a very good job working out in the field. But God, however, needed somebody to stand up for his people so they could be delivered from their norm, which was slavery. And so a lot of us have slavery. We are slaves. Uh, uh, to certain things. Our norm is to be slave to something. Our norm is to be chained up and bound to someone or something. But see, God uh, is even right now is wanting to pull us from those chains and from that bondage and take us from our norm. See, God uh, uh, once again pulled Moses out of his family norm and his normal way of living to be something greater to, to the point where Moses is, was a leader of one of the biggest deliverance crusades that has ever been. And so we all know the Prince of Egypt type story, right? Moses was stopped by a burning bush and the bush told him to take his sandals off, told him to uh, walk on the uh, uh, holy ground and spoke with him and told him to uh, go to Egypt and talk to Pharaoh to let his people go. And so you got to realize that God kept calling Hebrew, the Hebrew people, his people, the Israel, the Israel, uh, that the nation of Israel was his people. And so Moses didn't feel worthy. See, Moses didn't feel worthy. Like many of us, when we get pulled from our norm and we feel like we have fallen, that we, um, uh, get away from, uh, uh, what we are worth and so God told him that he was ready to deliver the Hebrew people and that he was worthy enough and that he would even help him by giving uh, by bringing somebody to him to help him that was part of his norm, right and so uh, uh, so the Hebrew people were ready to be taken away from their norm to something, greater. Oh, but when they were crying and things like that, they didn't realize what what they were used to in that normal uh, to get to that place of greater. And so we'll learn that a little bit later. But God was wanting to take them from slavery to kingdom. So how many of us are stuck in slavery and God has used this to take us from slavery to kingdom? How many of us have been bound or slave, a slave to our jobs? And now we have an opportunity to be part of our family and to grow up our family. How many of us have been so busy that we don't haven't been able to spend time with God? But now we are moving from slavery to kingdom work. And see, he was taking them from their master's land to their own land. And so after going back and forth with Pharaoh and showing Pharaoh how great his God was and is, uh, the Hebrew people were in ended up. Being let go, they went through the Red Sea, and the Red Sea collapsed on the Egyptians while they were going through. Even before that, they had the um, uh, 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 the tornado and the and the fire that burned at night, and so the cloud by day and the fire by night, and so it came through all of that. But once they got to the point of getting out of their normal way of living, what happened? Many of them wanted to go back to their normal way of living, and that was to be slaves, to have somebody think for them, to have somebody feed them, to have somebody tell them when to eat, when to sleep, when to get up, when to work, how much work to do, all those things. See? There's a lot of times that is with us and it's even with us today that we have been pulled out of our norm and been put into a wilderness type place. And so uh, I have been studying um, uh, the wilderness uh, type place and um, I love that there is one um, uh, one book. and I can't remember off the top of my head who wrote the book, uh, but he, uh, talked about a teacher talking about wilderness and he talked about wilderness, um, and asked, what is, wilderness? what is the wilderness? And he told him to look upon the desert of a, of a, of a deserted place where that was wilderness, nothing there. And, um, uh, it was a response was it was barren land. There was nothing there. There was nothing there. And the teacher goes back and says, that's right. There's no distractions. Then it's a place where you can hear God and you can seek out God without any distractions. And so even though let's, let's just say the COVID-19, we know that that the enemy will try to use diseases because he is here to steal kill and destroy and this disease is here to steal our faith to kill uh, our our bodies and 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 to kill our faith as well and to destroy the, the things that we rely on amen and 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 and, and the thing is is that gr- God is so much greater that he even says in his word that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And then he also says that he will use the enemy, uh, enemy's weapons to 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 grow. Amen. And so there's a lot of things that may be happening around us that uh, is not going to stop us from what God has for us. Amen. And so uh, uh, we have to realize that we have... Quite a few examples in today that can be taken out of this situation. But unless our mindset changes, you will always gravitate back toward your normal. And so you have to remember the Hebrew people, uh, even though that they left Egypt, Egypt did not leave them. And that uh, that while they were in the wilderness, they, they lost or did not start seeking out God. But they, in turn, started looking at Moses almost like Pharaoh. They wanted Moses to feed them. They wanted Moses to to, uh, to uh, 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 shelter them. He, he They wanted him to give them word. And so even though they were taken out of the norm, they wanted to go back to it and almost force the norm back into their lives. And so even though they couldn't bear serving an invisible God, they started creating images. And if you remember, they started creating a a golden calf. Amen. And so they were caught up in their normal and that they looked at Moses to, again, think for them. It's You know, it's our natural desire to go back to the place of normalcy. But where there is normalcy, there is complacency. I heard God say that where there is normalcy, there is complacency and there is no such thing as complacency in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, there is always movement we will always move in the kingdom of God. Where there's stagnation, there's no motivation. And so Moses could have had the people stay in one place. I believe Moses heard God and God told him they are not ready to enter into the promised land. And so Moses could have just stayed there, but Moses kept Moving, He kept moving to to get closer to what God had promised him and the people. And so. Even though those people had to die off and not get into the promised land, it was because of their mindset of winning of so much. Trying to get back to normal that they cannot get to the point of greater. And so we do not want to miss our opportunity of getting from normal to greater because we are so busy trying to get back to normal. And so even Jesus himself never stayed in one place very long. Jesus himself always moved in his ministry. Even as a child, he did not just stay. Uh, with his mother and father during the Passover, but instead he went to the synagogue to learn, to grow, and even to teach about the word of God, which was himself. And so as an adult and entering into his ministry, he moved and shared the good news and of God's love and of his kingdom and reminded Israel of the promises given Given by their forefathers. See, God has always given direction and instruction to his people to keep moving and becoming greater. When the when the 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 man that was paralyzed was dropped down from the ceiling, it was not it, Jesus could easily just healed him and told him to stay, but no, he told him to get up out of his bed, take his bed with him and go. When he healed the man with with the boils on his skin, a leopard, he told him to, uh, to be quiet, but to go and tell the Pharisees, of what he what has happened to him, and so it is all these things. When Jesus does something, it's never to stay but to go. Even Peter and the disciples, when he when he showed himself who he was and helped them uh, 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 catch fish, he did not tell them to continue to be fisher uh, fishers fishermen of fish, but to move and go be fishermen of Men and so there's always movement in God in God's kingdom. Each one of Jesus's disciples were stuck in their norm, but being called a disciple was already a greater status. They were already moved to greater just by being a disciple. And so I'll give you a little history lesson here that I learned Um, uh, uh, back then. you either were chosen to be a disciple or you were sent out to learn a trade uh, so you could help feed your family and help the community. Okay, And so each one of his disciples, we know, had a trade. They were not called a disciple. And so um, uh, you had, you had uh, uh, Peter. that that, that was a fishery. You had Matthew, the tax collector. Uh, We have all of these men that did different things, uh, but none of them were a disciple, okay? And so they may have knew the word of God, but they did not have a passion for the word of God, or they uh, were not sought to be great among the other students to become disciples. And so Jesus found something inside each one of them to call out their greatness so that way they could be greater than what the world tried to call them to be. And so, see, all of us have greatness in us, but it takes God. It takes Jesus and the Holy Spirit to allow it to manifest in our lives. During this pandemic, it has caused us to move from our normal to a wilderness place, a place we don't recognize, a place we don't want to get used to. But I believe God has brought us to this place, so our focus would shift from our busyness, from religion, from self, back to where we've been called all along, back to him, toward his righteousness, toward his kingdom. God is greatness. His name El Shaddai means God Almighty. We were made in his image, so that means that we were made to be great. Today is the day to either start walking with in greatness or to get back to greatness. You can use fear to either drive you to greater or you can use it to paralyze you and keep you stagnant. So during this pandemic time, during this pandemic time, we can use it not to get back to normal, but to push us toward greater. And so while we are trying to figure out what's next. We're, we're, we're starting to see that the government is allowing things to open and we are seeing churches about to open. And even my uh, spiritual father's church, uh, Pastor Josh Palmer uh, at Destiny Point Church in Columbia, Missouri, opened. But I've already seen greater, even though I'm not there. They went from having one service to now having three services and so what the devil meant for evil god is turning around for our good and that's what i was saying earlier and so no matter what so uh so pastor josh went from one service to now to three services and so my church that i go to uh where pastor brent uh uh who who spoke earlier in our podcast and in this video uh, in our YouTube channel, he as well is we're looking for something greater. We are not trying to get back to normal church, but we are ready to get back to greater church, greater worship, greater uh, uh, seeking of God. And so that is what God is calling each of us to at this point particular time. And until we get to the point of reaching for greater, seeking out greater, then we will always continue to try to go back to normal. We do not like that in-between place. And God does not want us to stay in that in-between place. God wants to move us to greater. And so I hope this, this message today uh, has encouraged you to move toward greater. Um, this, this is the last part of this faith series. And I hope that your faith in Jesus Christ himself has pushed you to move toward greater, because that is what God has called you to be. And so I'm just going to pray with you and, and, and pray over you because I know there's some people that has had a negative effect in this season, uh, but it is not over until God says it's over. And I know God is not going to allow his people to perish. He is not going to allow his people to not get to where he has promised them. And so, Father God, I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus for what you have done on tonight and even through this faith series. And Lord, Father God, touch each and every man, woman and child that hears this podcast. Let your Holy Spirit just seal this 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 word that you had put on my heart to share. And Lord, Father God, we thank you that your word does not change. Your word does not wither and it does not decay. But Lord, Father, God, your word just bypasses time. And Lord, Father, God, let our let our faith just grow in what you are doing in this moment. Oh, Father, God, touch each and every person that has. Uh, been negatively affected by this uh, this COVID-19 pandemic. Lord Father God, if they have lost their job, if they have been furloughed, if they have, uh, 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 have been sick because of COVID-19, or even the family members that have died because of COVID-19, touch each and every person, Lord Father God, and allow them to see you even in this moment. Lord Father God, we do not walk through the valley of shadow of death and we do not feel fear any evil because you are a rod and you are our staff and you are sitting up high and looking low upon us. Lord, Father God, that we uh, can sleep in green pastures, Father God. Lord, Father God, we just thank you for your blood, Jesus. We thank you for what you did on the cross. And Jesus, we thank you for how you have made us free. Jesus, let your blood just continue to just flow flow on every single area that we are slave to or bound up and let us the freedom ring right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, continue to just touch us, continue to move through us, give us the wisdom, God's wisdom, give us that secret, that 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 we uh, that the world can't find that we can uh use wisdom even in this time knowing what to do how to do things lord father god let these this time be to where we uh people are no longer working for people but now are becoming entrepreneurs that people are uh that lost their job it's a job that they uh did not need or want to now a job that they desire. And Lord, Father God, I believe that this time is where we will no longer be the be the uh, uh, the person that is uh, lonely uh, is needing to. Uh, needing the money to lend, but now we will be loaners. And Lord, Father God, I believe that there's going to be a shift in the currency, that it's not going to be in the world's hands, but it's now going to shift to your people's hands, Lord Father God. And Lord Father God, let us move into this promised land and be greater and be greater in you, God, not for our glory, but for your glory, that we can look back at 2020 and tell even our grandchildren, our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, how we were able to move past this pandemic into a greater place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, thank you for listening to the Brothers in Arms Men's Ministry Podcast. We appreciate you listening. Just ask you to subscribe, leave a review and share our show as we continue to try to grow our men's ministry community. This podcast is designed to impact, inspire and empower men to be greater in God. Thank you so much and God bless you.